Tuesday morning, man. Tuesday motherfucking morning. You already know, man. I'm back. Got weed all on my shirt. <coughs> Got weed all in my lungs. That's what I'm smoking on right now. This is going to be a random episode. I didn't plan on doing nothing this morning. I just planned on sharing an episode I did last night. But I guess I'm sharing this one too. Or maybe I'll schedule this at 3. And I'll do it like that. Either way, man. We in this bitch. Alright? I'm straight to the Let me start off with two words. Made in America. You stupid. shit um disclaimer this is a disclaimer the crimson capsule chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended this podcast is from a red pill perspective we go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature again listen at your own discretion thank you and enjoy Fuck it, I can't find the air horn. Oh, here it is. Fuck it. <clears throat> hey, man. Unorganized episode. Unorganized. I got one video to go through, but I got something that I wanted to talk about. Little off topic, but you guys know uh, one of the things that I enjoy doing, although I don't consider it a hobby, is uh, play video games. And boy, have I heard some terrible things about the recent Call of Duty. Mm-mm-mm. God damn. Call of Duty, fuck it up. Um, Modern Warfare 3 came out. <coughs> and people were immediately pissed off because... They were able to beat um, the campaign mode within four hours. So a game, I mean, because like, Call of Duty is already going down, just like Battlefield, one and the same. Battlefield was so bad, or Battlefield got so so desperate 
that they wanted to do the same thing that I believe um, Black Ops 4 did, in which Black Ops 4 has no campaign. It's only um, Blackout, pretty much Warzone, um, multiplayer, and I think Zombies. And... Matter of fact, hold up. Before I get into this, I'm sorry, man. Jersey Judah and I'm back. What a random, unorganized episode and edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Now, I am going to go through a video by Benny Johnson at the end of this episode. All gas, no brakes. It's already... 11:23 right now for me, so I don't really have much time, but I have enough time. And of course, you know, whatever's left over from now will be gone over tonight. I still got to figure out what I'm going over tonight. Like I said, I didn't plan on recording because I didn't have no weed. And then I was supposed to get weed last night, but the person fell asleep. Didn't get in contact with him until like I don't know 35 minutes ago and him telling me that by the time he gets back from work, I'll be at work. So I was just like, okay, never mind. I give up. I'll go to the dispensary. I'll have to go to the dispensary. And I haven't been in the dispensary for, I would say, close to a month now. I think the 13th. I want to say the 13th of October was the last time I've been to the dispensary. So I go back to the dispensary. All right, they got 3.5s for 30. All right, I'm game. That's all I had to hear. Y'all got apes for 30? All right. Boom. I get two. I didn't realize that I had like 20-something dollars. I had $23 already in store credit for me purchasing too much weed from these people. I had a $23 store credit. So I was like, let me use all that. So I ended up getting a quarter, guys. I mean, you talk about deals, all right? (laughs) You talk about deals. I ended up getting a quarter, all right, for like 40-something dollars, nigga. Fuck out of here. Power move. Power move. By the way, once again, Delta Diamonds. Um, Not going to lie. What is this THC-wise? 18 18.5%. I mean, it tastes good. I remember um, Delta Diamond was the first strand that I bought from the dispensary from Find, right? Find your flower with Find. Hopefully, y'all can cut a check, man. I've been been giving y'all a lot of credit recently. Somebody got to reach out to those people. But, um, yeah, I've been smoking this since since I started buying from the dispensary. And it's a go-to... It's not too strong. It's not weak. It's just right. So I got a quarter of that. So I'll be able to go through the rest of the week, hopefully, with that. Um, But going back into the Call of Duty shit, matter of fact, let's do something. I think there was an article about it. And a lot of people were blaming Activision. A lot of people were blaming everybody. Everybody was to blame for the situation. But I kind of called it because I knew that Call of Duty couldn't really or don't want to really do better than what they already doing. It's like it's like Grand Theft Auto. 
Like, we see Grand Theft Auto V for 13 years. No, my bad. 10 years. Came out 2013. I remember that day for real because uh, my homeboy who used to live out here, his brother had bought the game. And he was bringing the game and the Xbox to the house. And I was supposed to... And, like... My boy was excited, like, yo, you didn't see the Grand Theft Auto V yet? Yo, my brother has it. He's about to bring it over. I'm like, all right, nigga, let's see what it looks like. Now, keep in mind, at that time, it was Xbox 360. The graphics were good, were really good for a 360 game. All right, 10 years later, we can't be talking about Grand Theft Auto V anymore. It's time to mush- It's time to move on. And with that being said, them mentioning, you know, Abroad being in um, Grand Theft Auto Six as a main character, that's kind of automatically a turnoff for most of the players, but, you know, they don't care. It's, it's, it's got to be Wokeified, all right? So let's see. Modern Warfare 3. Uh, maybe I should put Call of Duty first before putting MW3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, like, it, 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 it just was not a good look for these guys, man. Let me get off of Images. We go to all, but then again, they might protect these people. So let me see. They they had some terrible reviews, guys. Why are you going to GameStop.com? I don't want to pre-order the fucking game. Get the fuck out of my goddamn face. All right, here we go. So we we've now <clears throat> for people that don't know. And this goes to show you that Call of Duty is running out of ideas. So you got Call of Duty 1, 2, 3. I forgot what comes after that. But you you got the series, right? You got you got the Modern Warfare, which was already a series, which was Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2. And then you had Modern Warfare 3, which is the game I currently have. Not the new Modern Warfare 3. The old Modern Warfare 3. You dig? They've re- they tried to remake every game because in reality, they're running out of ideas. All right. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is a 2011 first person shooter video game. So this was originally a game, what, 12 years ago. All right. 12 years ago. This game originally came out. Now they relaunch it. <clears throat> now they relaunch it, right? Okay. Um, why does Modern Warfare 3 look so bad? This is a Reddit post. Main problem is colors. Uh, first two Modern Warfare games had natural colors, but Modern Warfare 3 tried to be, quote, realistic. This is this is what happens like and, and, and this is like technology in itself, right? Because <clears throat> everybody's talking about man, the graphics are great. You know, eventually we're gonna be playing video games that look like real life, and this was supposed to be a big deal. But the games just aren't fun. It's like a presentation. It's like you're playing a movie when you just want to play a video game. You got cutscenes instead of action sequences while playing a video game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Modern Warfare 3 players claim the game looks terrible. All right. Um, It seems fans are disappointed as Modern Warfare 3 may have missed the mark set by Infinity Ward. Right. 
this is all Reddit, by the way. Um, I want to go to something that just tells you flat out, like, yeah, don't buy the fucking game. Um, like I said, there's not going to be a lot of people trashing it yet. I've seen the gameplay, and that's all I needed to see. In fact, <clears throat> because I had Modern Warfare 2, they let me, I think they had some deal where they let me, they, they gave me the option of getting the beta. I didn't even get it. I was like, fuck this shit. I don't want to play this shit. You know what I mean? And apparently the only thing that, um, it, it didn't even drop yet. That's crazy, cuz. It didn't even drop. It drops in three days. My my, my bad. My mistake. It drops in three days. It actually drops on uh, November 10th. And this is from Mashable. Let me go through this article, or try to go through this article quickly. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 release date and why its zombies are causing chaos. All right, at least 50 gigabytes had to be dedicated to Captain Price's mustache. I find that hard to believe, but Captain Price is probably the best memorable character in Call of Duty. But anyway, quote, when is the Modern Warfare 3 release date, end quote, is one of the most popular questions right now. So that most mean one thing so that must mean one thing i'm black and slow it's almost time for the annual call of duty launch um on top of that the game's ballooning file size is causing more of a ruckus than ever all right i don't know why a fucking ad comes out of nowhere um uh modern warfare 3 officially drops on november 10th but those who have digitally pre-ordered the game have had access to its single-player campaign since Thursday. But when exactly can you play online? Here's how to track down in terms of U.S. time zoners. Wow, that's sick. So, this is how less... And I want y'all to think, and, and for the people that are video game fans, you'll understand what I'm about to say. Like, for people who've played Call of Duty... Before it became, um, even before, uh, I would say the last game would be uh, World of War. And which is a game that actually aimed for the experience and campaign. It's a documentary type of setting. Each soldier is telling you about the battle they went through and the people they had to save and the people they lost. It's dramatic. You had flamethrowers. Nigga, like, World of War was one of those games. But at the same time, you saw the beginning of um, Xbox Live, multiplayers, uh, PlayStation Network, people who want to play online. Cool. Once that became the top priority, I knew Call of Duty was on its way out. And you got to look at all of the games that's connected to it, right? Remember Medal of Honor? What happened to them? They go Medal of Honor. Y'all remember them? Yeah, they they ain't around anymore. Now, a game like Battlefield did the same thing. Um, Battlefield uh, twenty forty two, I think. I forgot what the fuck the game's called. I have that game. I bought it. I bought the game when it came out. Now me, I'm dumb. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm stupid because I figured that Battlefield would have an excellent campaign, you know, a story. 
If you remember the other Battlefield games, Battlefield 5, Battlefield 1, they had memorable stories. Right? Recent Battlefield has no campaign. It only has uh, operatives and different guys you can get and different gadgets you can play online. It has nothing you can do that actually develops and gives you a story. The story is just you playing the game. Oh, this is a cool game. I'm jumping in a map. Okay, I'm in a helicopter. I'm flying out of the helicopter. I parachute down. I shoot a couple people. That's the game. Sorry. But this is what y'all wanted. So on November the 9th, um, Pacific time, 9 p.m. for you guys. All right. Uh, what is that? Mountain time. MT. Dude, that's crazy. I've never I've never even seen MT put together until just now. I've seen PT and ET because I know Eastern Standard Time, uh, Pacific Standard Time, whatever. All right. MT, uh, 10 p.m. Uh, you got CT Central Time, 11 p.m. And then for the East Coast folks like myself, y'all niggas got to wait till midnight. Aye, aye, aye. Y'all got to literally wait to the night the game fucking drops, pretty much. So, congratulations, guys. Um, The East Coast always gets a little screwed with these things, huh? That's what it says on there. That's funny. Um, Yeah, man. I don't think uh I don't I don't think it's worth getting. I'm not buying the game. Cuz I'm gonna tell you how like I'm, real shit, I'm gonna tell you just how how it goes with these type of video games. They're gonna sell you this game. They're gonna try to sell you this game for 70 fucking dollars. All you got to do is wait less than a month. Wait towards the holiday, the game will go down to 30 dollars. Not even th- the game will go down to 40. We could put a bet on it right now. This is how trash the game is. In one fucking month, the game will go from 70 to clearance holiday special $40. Let's make a bet. Because, like I said, man, I'm 35. I don't give a fuck. I work for a living. If I want to sit back and play video games, I'm going to play video games. Y'all niggas don't like video games. Y'all can eat a dick. I don't give a fuck. Shit I like to do, right? On, on my own personal time, right? I I can't talk too bad. I can't talk too much shit about Call of Duty because I've played all of them except this one, and I'm not going to. Even the last game was a little mid. I'll be honest. It was a bit mid. There was a story, a good story. Matter of fact, the story itself of Modern Warfare 2 was better than the game itself. Like that that story for Modern Warfare 2 could have been illustrated in the film. <clears throat> That's how well put together the shit was. But the same can be said about the reboot of Modern Warfare 1. That was a that was one of the first games that I bought on Xbox 1. I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I was going to Walmart because I was looking around. This is during the pandemic. I got my Trump check, you dig? I got the STEMI. I got the Trump STEMI. So I'm like, man, I I want a game system. Because like I said, I was already working. It wasn't like I didn't need the money. It was just 
that money was only like pocket change for me. You see what I mean? So I I spent and I remember three days driving from one Walmart to another Walmart, from one Best Buy to another Best Buy. They had no Xboxes in stock. Only thing they had was PlayStations, and I don't fuck with PlayStation. No disrespect. Respectfully, PlayStation 2 was the last PlayStation that I've ever played. Console. But then again, I'm lying. Um, What was that shit called? The handheld. PSP. The PSP. Which I heard, I mean... And I don't know if you guys have checked this shit out. I always thought it was cool. They have these handheld. It's like out of this world. It's a handheld device that can play brand new video games. I forgot what company it is, but there's handheld devices now that you can play like any game that you're playing on Xbox. Well, then again, they have something now where it's connected to Xbox for people who have Xbox uh, Game Pass. And for people who have cloud gaming, you could have the handheld device have the Xbox uh, Game Pass uh, app, and you can just play the Xbox. You can play Xbox from your house wirelessly on your fucking console. Nigga, what type of shit is this? Next level shit. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to briefly talk about that, because on top of that, uh, Rockstar information that I gathered last night that's I don't know why I still remember it but Rockstar is actually talking about making a new LA Noir is it Noir? Noir? Forgot how they how they pronounce it I'm black. They're making a new game from that Rockstar and and they're talking about Max Payne 4 how about that? That's, that's what I want Max Payne 4 because I played I played Max Payne 3. I played Max Payne 3 for the first time less than a year ago. And I was blown away. Number one, I'm blown away because all these fucking people now are talking about, oh, we need to remake this game. You need to remake this PlayStation 1 game. Remake this PlayStation 2 game. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. Remake Max Payne 3 already. Because Max Payne 3, that's where it's at. Niggas in there be getting shot the fuck up up max yo max pain three even when i played it like i think last year for the first time because that's when i actually i actually got it i have it on um i have it on xbox one i actually bought it i was like fuck it i'm I'm gonna grab it because it was that was when um the backward compatibility was a little off so some games were able to be backwards compatible other games weren't i seen Max Payne 3, I'm like, I wonder what this shit is all about. Because I heard about it. Okay, this nigga goes crazy or whatever. Does pills, gets drunk, goes to Brazil, shoots hookers, whatever. And I'm playing this shit. And I'm going, wait a minute. I'm saying to myself, this is a, this is an Xbox 360 game that really has more life. And it really has more production than most next gen, this current gen games have, period. People mention, I'm so pissed off that at the end of the year, I'm going to have to buy um, the Series X because I need to get Cyberpunk. um, I need to get uh, Liberty Phantom. I got to. Everybody's talking about it. 
And it's like, fuck, why would they release? Why wouldn't they release sort of a, a down, a downscaled version for the Xbox one? Because if Cyberpunk was already released on the Xbox one, as well as the series, you're not really doing a good job by saying, hey, this new DLC will only be on the next gen console. You got to buy the console. Most people are going to go, I like Cyberpunk, but ugh, not that much. I don't like Cyberpunk that much. Because remember, you get an Xbox Series X. So if I already have an Xbox, which I do. If I get an Xbox Series S, I'm just gonna leak my I'm gonna link my accounts and all the games that I currently have on the Xbox One, I'll just have on the Series X and it will run better. That's all Xbox One does. I don't think people realize that. So if you're smart and you get the Xbox One um, Game Pass, you'll play most of the games that are on Game Pass that are exclusively on the Xbox S and X. Starfield or whatever the fuck that game is called. Starland, whatever that shit is. Shit's trash. I don't get it. Like, yo. And that, those people are responsible for Fallout, which they'll never come out with another Fallout. For people that's wondering, when will they come out with a Fallout? It's over. 76 killed Fallout. Very controversial thing to say. I'm standing on it. Fallout 76 killed the entire series of Fallout. Now you know. Why make a game Fallout, which is supposed to be, and this is another example, people. I want y'all to pay attention to what I'm saying because I cook facts on any conversation, on any subject, video games, politics, whatever. Fallout. What was Fallout? Um, you know, a looter. FPS, RPG elements, right? Build weapons. You know what I'm saying? Um, so somewhat puzzles, depending on how you look at the game, nothing to do with multiplayer, nothing. You have to survive in the wilderness. Now, if you and a group of people online are surviving in the wilderness, it doesn't make sense now, does it? You're, you're, you're no longer the lone carrier. You're, you're, you're no longer the, uh, the lone wanderer. You have a bunch of wanderers now. So now 76, Hey, we'll just, we'll just make people play one fucking game together but not even it's like you're doing a mission and somebody else is doing a mission y'all come across each other he shoots you with a rocket launcher you're dead it's almost like grand f auto online right oh you're just trying to gain some reputation points all of a sudden you you get out of your car your shit gets blown up you die right like like you know, there's no exact there's no explanation for why they do it they just do it. They had nothing else better to do. So by them doing that, they destroyed Fallout. Congratulations. Obsidian, whoever's responsible for this shit, congrats. You did it. And it's not Obsidian. Obsidian was responsible for, if I'm not mistaken, Fallout New Vegas. Regardless of how people feel about what I'm about to say, it's a goddamn fact. Fallout New Vegas is the best Fallout that came out hands down. Fuck Fallout 4. 
Fallout 4 was only good because of the modders, the people that said, hey, we got our concepts, we want to use it. And the company went, well, shit, we have a bland, boring fucking game, so we might as well have the fans make the game look better. And that's what they did. Fucking, um, fucking Fallout 4 is just hanging on by a thread. And the thread itself are the modders. Period. All right? But now it's like, it's this, it's this formula that all of these gamers, not gamers, but all of these developers are using, right? Skate, I'm not excited about Skate. I have to be honest with you. I've seen enough clips to kind of know what the game looks like and how it runs. Yeah, they added some game mechanics that looks cool, but how long is that going to stick? When you got a series, which is now beyond a trilogy of games, right? Like this, let me, let me explain it. Skate one, like there was like a test. Like we, we want to see where this goes. Skate one. Good. Actually real good. That was considered at the time, like the Tony Hawk it was like the pro skater killer. It was the Tony Hawk pro skater killer because people were over sort of the, the back flippy, all shit, all this type of retarded shit, unrealistic uh, physics. They wanted something real. So they got it. Skate. Skate two. Same thing, but you can get off your skateboard. And the environment looked better. And the graphics, the lighting, something about the graphics and, uh, and Skate 2 looks better than Skate 3. Skate 3, subpar, right? At this point, you can tell. Skate skate was kind of running out of ideas. And there was a rumor that they were supposed to do something directly after Skate 3, but they just scrapped the idea for the time being. Or did they, if you think about it? Because they, they've been lying... Because Skate has been coming together with the new game for at least, I'm going to say, two, three years now. Solid. They are kind of shooting themselves in the foot. And this is why. The hardcore gamers like myself, who will binge play a game for five hours when he's off work or when he doesn't have nothing else to do. They're not really looking at, okay, the graphics here have to be better. This has to be better. That, no, just make the fucking game. Tone, tone, tone up on a few things because, you know, they're coming out with this shit on, con on consoles and PC. People have already played it, the PC shit first. I've seen at least 25 different clips of the new skate game and pre-alpha or pre, 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 pre alpha and damn near beta where you kind of just see like a blank canvas. That's what I like to call it, which is actually pretty cool when they had the pre, pre alpha and they just showed them because um, you can see if people who played skate, you can see familiar areas from the past skate games, but it's just blank. There's no like graphics to it. It's just the obstacle. The shit looks dope. That in itself looks dope. Um, them adding everything and the fear of this just being uh, Skate 3 on repeat is inevitable. It's inevitable. 
Just like, like I said before, all you people out there that go, oh, man, this PlayStation 2 game is awesome. They should remake this. They should remake that. You guys are the reason why the game industry is where it's at. Because people, regardless if they like the game or not, like the best example, G- GTA Trilogy is the best fucking example that there is. Why? Because these people thought it would be a great idea to remaster three games that were already fine at the time that they came out, already had the buzz it had at the time it came out, already had the impact that it had at the time it came out, which is Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto Fight City, and San Andreas. Okay. Remodeling and remastering things doesn't make things better. Some things are better the way that they were. San Andreas, for an example, is a game that's better than GTA 5 because it didn't have to do too much to win people over. It was just a regular game with a story, a detailed storyline that people to this day have YouTube channels talking about the San Andreas storyline and the characters in San Andreas, including, of course, the infamous CJ, Big Smoke, all these people, right? Franklin. Blank Canvas, Grand Theft Auto 5. Trevor, psychopath, but don't know enough about him. The only person you know about in Grand Theft Auto 5 was Mike, who's kind of just like the stereotypical former organized crime, um, you know, gangster type guy. Like, it's a, he wants to be in Hollywood. It's just like, come on. But going back to the trilogy that they remastered, they really didn't remaster anything. They really just made certain things brighter. I think that's what people say when when things are remastered. Like, yeah, it's bright now. Now there's motion blur. We've remastered it. It's like, it's like, no, you didn't remaster shit. Like, yeah, you, you just made it brighter. I get it. You see what I mean? Like, I remember when I when I bring up. Fallout New Vegas and why Fallout New Vegas is the best uh, Fallout game to ever come out. And arguably one of the best games ever. I had PC at the time. I wasn't playing PC heavy, but um, an old friend who used to be my uh, my neighbor gave me uh, two PC games. One game was Brink, for those who remember that, trash uh, first-person shooter, and Fallout New Vegas. I'm like, yo, shit, I never heard, I've heard of Fallout, but I, I don't, I don't think I remember, I only remember, like, the logo and sort of that, um, that famous logo for, uh, Fallout, so I never played a game, I think I played three before, so I'm like, all right, I'll get this, I don't know how I stumbled across it, but I became, like, a, a modder over, over, like, a week after, I had every weapon, I had World War two weapons in the game. I had World War One weapons in the game. I had lightsabers from Star Wars in the game. I just kept adding mods. I think I fucked up my computer doing it. Because on a, on a basic Fallout New Vegas game, I had at least 50 mods. Not at once. I would have to all... Because... Because, like, when you mod a game, it's like you're doing things you're really not supposed to do. So you you can almost expect your shit to crash. You can expect your shit to crash, right? But I didn't care. Like, I fell in love with that game, right? 
Like I went, I I went on the brother, uh, the Brotherhood of Steel side to going on the Legion side and just killing everybody. Like that game, that game, so basic yet so complex at the same time. Top game. Did it have the best graphics? No, it didn't. It doesn't need the best graphics. All right, shit. Now you guys are gonna learn. Watch, November 10 comes out, and I'm doing this now because I felt like talking about this and I still got some political shit to talk about. I'm only saying this now because when November 10th comes out, I'm gonna mark it, I'm gonna mark it on my calendar. When November 10th comes out, I'm just gonna be sitting there waiting. Like it because IG is gonna shit on the game. Because IG is is well, IG may give the game like an 8.9, because I uh, IGN, they're just they're just completely like like out of the loop. They're really just out of the loop. I used to have this I used to have this theory with IGN, right? When they review a game and they give it a bad review, it's probably a decent game. And the reason I say this is certain people that review games are only looking at graphics. They're not thinking about the gameplay. They're not thinking about the replayability. Like, hey, I just beat the game. Do I want to play it again? Probably not. But these people, IGN, oh, 9.2. You guys are fucking idiots. I hate you people. You fucking game fucking critics. You're worse than these dirt sheet writers in wrestling. In professional wrestling, when I was growing up, my uncle would tell me, oh, you know, this this guy, you know, this guy's a bad guy or this guy's a good guy. Or he'll tell me, you know, I got, you know, I get the dirt sheets about what's going on in the pay-per-view. So I know who's going to win. I know who's going to lose. I just don't know how. He would tell me shit like this. And it would blow my mind. Like, yo, why the fuck are you telling me this? That's like six-year-old, five-year-old, even though if I had a child, I'll do the same thing. Five, six-year-old, hey, guess what? I know you've been celebrating Christmas, but I'm Santa Claus, nigga. Santa Claus doesn't exist. Oh, that's extreme. You're taking away the kid. Man, shut the fuck up. Raise my child however the fuck I want to raise my child. Santa Claus doesn't exist. I'm Santa, nigga. I'm the Easter Bunny, and and I'm the Tooth Fairy, nigga. Man up, all right? That's how you got to do it. But all these IGN guys, they're all just like, you know, they're hipsters. They're pretty much like whatever, you know, whatever you want to call them. I mean, woke um, hipsters, trendies, you know, edgy guys. They got like green hair, orange hair. They look like Destiny. Y'all know who Destiny is, right? He white. He look like Destiny. They got they got blue, bright blue hair. And they and they you can't tell them anything. They know everything. You can't tell them nothing. They know everything. RoboCop, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I just I just brought that up. RoboCop. RoboCop. I want to see what reviews they gave. I want to see what reviews they gave for RoboCop. Because, uh, unfortunately, I was dumb enough to look at, like, a trailer and you know a trailer for these guys is like a 15 minute fucking gameplay it's like god damn I, I didn't want to know everything about the game like jesus christ you know what i'm saying like sick robocop rogue city review let's see what they thought robocop ign gives it seven out of ten so in my personal opinion it's probably an average game
If they give it a low, if they give it a low number, it's probably an average game. If they give it too much of a high number, it's probably an average game. Um, PC Gamer gives it 65%, and GameSpot gives it 7 out of 10. Wow. All right, so from the fans, we're getting a bunch of 5 stars, 5 star, 5 star. Hmm. Is it worth it? Uh, RoboCop Rogue City is is a game basically comprised of two parts. Whenever you are thrown into one of its shooting sections, it is easily one of the best first-person shooters I've ever played in a long, long time, as well as an impressive showcase of what smaller studios can do with Unreal Engine 5 tools. God damn! Yeah, I may still have to get that, RoboCop. Yeah, I may have to still get that. I was just curious. Now we're now we're through all of the gaming talk, all right? I'll make sure I mark this down. I'll actually put uh, 43. What am I about to talk about in 43 minutes? 43 minutes in, that's when I start talking about what I want to talk about this morning, which is only a 8 minute and 43 second clip, but I think it's a lot of things to mention along the way. Let me make sure my uh, auto-rotate is on. First and foremost, um, Biden Biden is um, in some deep trouble with the blacks. This is this is not this isn't really anything new, but I, it just needs to be reiterated. Um, blacks are turning on Joe Biden. Benny Johnson has the scoop. And without further ado, it's actually 12 noon as I'm speaking right now. Let's dive in. Man, just sit there and shut up. This ain't no democracy. Yes, it is. No, it ain't. This is the United States. Your ass belong to me. They don't give a damn about you. They don't like you. I don't like you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> I guess that's reference to Joe Biden. <laughs> that's funny. What's up, guys? It's Roy Benny. I love it when CNN grabs a bottle of Purell and a hazmat suit and leaves their cushion. First of all, I like I like the fact that this nigga, Benny Johnson, he white. This nigga, right? This white nigga, he um he has excellent sound quality, right? Excellent sound quality. The clips he uses has excellent sound quality. His mic, rather than what I had to do previously, which is turn my volume all the way up, I can just keep it halfway. Because I know his his microphone is on point. I just know it. Offices in Manhattan Listen. or in Washington, D.C., and goes to the middle of the country to see how Joe Biden's policies are destroying everyday life. And they get utterly body checked by populations of people that should normally vote Democrat and are like, my God, this shit is crazy. We are not voting for Joe Biden again. CNN broadcasts these, even though they go and they interview only liberals, CNN often gets completely destroyed. And that just happened when CNN went to Milwaukee, Uh a swing state, obviously, very important swing state. Got to win it, right? In Wisconsin, Hillary Clinton loses. Shout out to Milwaukee. I didn't know Milwaukee got busy, but I should have known because it's like in that Chicago area. But Milwaukee allegedly, apparently, gets busy. There's a lot of Negroes in Milwaukee. You learn something new every day. 
Wisconsin, Joe, uh, Donald Trump wins the presidency, right? Joe Biden must win Wisconsin to beat Donald Trump in 2024, talking to black people in inner city, super blue Democrat Wisconsin. And they're all like, and then the CNN anchor is like on, goes on an on-air panic attack meltdown because black voters aren't completely 100% like, Spurging. We will vote for Joe. Watch this. It's epic. People are wondering what is he doing in terms of police accountability and criminal justice reform. Lang also says the president better show up more. People always want to see um, people actually paying attention. And sometimes that means being able to physically be here and engage. Black turnout sort. You mean like Trump? You know, Trump was out here. I mean, Trump was getting indicted and was going to cities to do rallies. Y'all don't know shit. This nigga was really out here working, man. Trump was really out here getting busy. Y'all worrying about Biden doing what? You don't even know what time it is, fellas. Women, ladies, Democrats, liberals, wake up. Stop. Stop the madness. Because real shit, like... (coughs) I can listen to a guy like Alex Jones. Alex Jones will tell you, like, yeah, we're fucked as a country. This is why. An article from such why X, Y, and Z. He goes, he goes directly in. Right. These people are complaining. If if I'm if I'm not mistaken, these liberals are complaining in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That sleepy Joe Biden is not out and about. Sleepy Joe Biden is not moving the way that he should be moving. So you're going to tell me y'all really expected this old washed up useless worthless meaningless individual Y'all really expected to see this guy out and about. You expected to see him mixing it up with the crowd. Y'all expected this old decrepit bastard to have conversation. You know he reads cue cards, right? He's on the teleprompter. My nigga Trump is off the top. What are y'all talking about? What are we talking about? Democrats, black Democrats still want change from other Democrats. Y'all niggas is still on the plantation, man. Pray for them. In the Obama years, but it dropped in 2016. Pray for them, niggas. flat in 2020. On a scale of one to 10, how would you grade the Joe Biden presidency in terms of its impact on your life and your community? A four. A four. Yeah, and I love The fact that she said four is an embarrassment. Javette Baker, though, sees a reason for optimism. The alternative is the man whose name I try not to say. Well, I'll say it. Oh, Donald Trump? You mean the the person that's going to win? I mean, you stupid, black, retarded, slave-minded bitch. I'm sorry. I don't have respect for these people. I don't. I don't. I have love for the for the human being, but I don't have respect for these fucking people and what they stand for. 
They're fucking stupid. Y'all, and think about it. I want black folks who are liberals to think about this. You sit back and allow the white man to tell you who and who isn't racist. You give those people the superiority to tell you who's a racist and who's not a racist. As if you can't find out things on your own. This is the reason why people, this is the reason why a lot of the blacks, a lot of the blacks, they stuck in that democratic plantation. They're stuck. They ain't getting out. Because when they when they really start seeing what's happening in front of them, they're they're like um, they're delusional. They're delusional. They see the inflation as something good because it's anything but Trump. But when Trump was in office, the economy was actually good. What are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? Black bitch, she gonna come on talking about Trump's a racist, Trump's this and that. Man, I'm tired of that shit. Y'all really be the most hateful fucking people. You see what I mean? Y'all, y'all really be the most hateful people. You black people be the most hateful motherfuckers. And the problem with y'all is you bite the hand that feeds you. The people that the people that's been trying to help niggas for I don't know a long. The Republicans been trying to help niggas for a long time. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that it's these Republicans today. I don't trust these Republicans outside of Trump. I'm biased. I'll let y'all niggas know right now. If Trump if Trump wouldn't have ran, I wouldn't give a fuck about politics. I told I I said that for years. It was Obama and it was Trump that made me more political. Obama just made me realize how the left really ran. And, and, I, and I realized that he was just nothing but a token nigger. And he was used as the first president to sort of get the blacks. That's, a, that's the ultimate plan to keep the blacks on the plantation. Don't forget, Obama was the first black president for the Democrats. And y'all Negroes stay on that fucking field, man. Absolutely despicable. <laughs> um, when we sit, as we sit here today, the likely alternative is Donald Trump. Right. Would that be the enough homie. to motivate people, even if maybe the they're homie. a little eh, on Biden? Right. Them niggas is all flipping. Them niggas is all dolphins. Them niggas is all flipping Republican. They're not even flipping Republican. They flipping MAGA. That's dangerous. This is why Hillary Clinton's having panic attacks. She's like, what the fuck is going on? They're not even MAGA's not even real Republican. Or better yet, MAGA is real Republican. MAGA is Republican of the past. MAGA is the Republican that wants to free the slave. Not just the physical slave, but the mental slave. Those who are still on the fucking plantation. You dig? MAGA's beyond this whole faggot bullshit Republican party we got today. And y'all know I don't like these niggas either. So I I, I don't want to hear nothing. I'll crash out on both parties. I don't give a fuck. I only fuck with Trump. Whoever Trump pick as vice president, I'm looking at that nigga sideways, too. We saw what Mike Pence did in the last, you know, Mike Pence is a fucking loser, jabroni, a failure, curtain jerker, jobber, jizz mop, cleanup guy. Fuck out of here. A cuck. He looks like a cuck. 
And in, in, in his past, he was definitely a cuck. Can we acknowledge that? He has a cuck face. He has a cuckoid jawline. Fuck out of here, nigga. Sick of these people. That's why me, I don't give a shit. These Republicans today, they're trash. Most of them. Some of them are good. But, you know, some ain't enough, man. Some just ain't enough, man. When you got when you got a bunch of rhinos and you got niggas flipping, but these these Biden supporters, they they were Biden supporters uh 2020, them niggas is flipping. They they're not going to say nothing doing, like, yeah, we got to vote for Trump. They don't want to have those conversations. And look, people, I get it. Not everybody has courage, I guess, right? What can I say? You know, fuck these people. Not everybody can have courage. Um but I ain't, I ain't one of them. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why this is happening. Black people, once again, being reminded time and time again. Trump tried to remind y'all niggas. Y'all been, voting, y'all been voting Democrat for how long, and what has it gotten you? You don't got nothing to lose. Trump said that. And he was absolutely right, whether people like him or not. He made a good point. Now, that didn't win me over. The shit that won me over was Trump is really willing to crash out. That's what makes me that's what makes me support Trump. Trump is willing to crash out. Trump crashes out on reporters like people like me. Uh, maybe I'm just a piece of shit. I miss that in the White House. A guy who's really disrespecting these dumb bitch ass reporters like get out of here. Beat it. So CNN fake news. Beat it. Get out of here. Fuck out. Come on, man. Now you got sliding Joe Biden. What are y'all doing? Who are y'all? Who are y'all? Like, for, for real, who are y'all fucking? Like, what dimension? Like, what What? What planet do you think we're on? Fuck. And y'all swear all this shit is acceptable. World War Three, possibly coming. I'm not a fear monger. I'm just telling y'all niggas what I think. And you got Democrats saying, well, we're still going to get Biden. We still need Biden. Y'all niggas is burnt. Y'all should be nuked. Y'all deserve to get nuked, nigga. Fuck that. Y'all deserve to get nuked because you're stupid. You deserve to nuke. You're stupid. All right. (laughs) You're dumb. You're dumb. So. Joanna Brooks is one such voter. She owns a yoga studio just across the Milwaukee line in Glendale. All right, sure. Like many men in the city, Brooks says black. The fuck was that? What was that? See, this is cooning. This is cooning. This this is cooning, people. This is cooning. What was that? All right, y'all. Well, come on. Why in the news? Why you got to be niggerish? When, let, let me bring this back. I don't give a fuck. I'm bringing this shit back. This bitch is cooning. Man, whose name I try not to say. Well, I'll say it. As we sit here today, the likely alternative is Donald Trump. Yep. Would that be enough to motivate people, even if maybe they're a little eh on Biden? Negative. Joanna Brooks is one such voter. She owns a yoga studio just across the Milwaukee line in Glendale. All right, sure. Like many, we... N-word, N-word, N-word. All right, y'all. All right. Hold up, 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 hold up. Hood rats, hood rats, hood rats. 
fat, you stink, and you ugly, and you broke. First of all, you're nothing but a trashy hoe. Cooning. Alright, all that. She get all that. She get all that. Alright? She get all that. Fuck out of here. <sighs> she get all that. Shit. In the city, Brooks says black voters get taken for granted. Of course. Black people in general think tend to be pretty loyal to the Democratic Party. Is that right? You know what? Do I have that? Do I have? Is that clip? I'm clipping that. I'm doing the Birdman hand rub. I'm, I'm clipping that. Fuck that shit. Where are we at? Two minutes, 37 seconds. 237. 237. All right. Yeah, I need that. 237. <clears throat> I mean, that's perfect. That's fucking perfect. Now I just got to find the fucking, um, now I just got to find the audio unknown download. I don't know why I can't find this shit. I will find it. I'm just talking right now. So there's no dead space while I attempt to find the fucking video that I'm currently playing. I don't know why I can't find it, but I need to get that. <laughs> I got to get that because that shit's funny and it's the truth. It's the only truthful thing this bitch probably ever said. Hold up. I have it called blacks. Blacks turn in on Biden. The problem is. Um, it's not up here. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to believe. I'm not willing to accept that, but I'm guess I'm going to have to. Now watch me find this shit later on. I'll be so fucking pissed off. Uh, music, maybe. Uh, every other video. This is what's crazy about this shit. Every other video that I have is on here. Besides the video that I'm currently listening to. That's fine. All right, let's continue. Um, and sometimes I wonder, just based on how that party has performed thus far for people of color, if we should continue to be. But Brooks said the fact that you've waited <clears throat> this long and she's elegant. She she was very presentable, so I'm not going to dog her like that. But still, the mindset is stupid because you acknowledge this. So if me, a black conservative, acknowledges the fact that most of y'all blacks have been liberal and democratic by default, I'm considered bad and a coon for saying it, but it's facts. You don't even question the party that you represent. This is the reason why I choose to not. I don't promote a particular party. I acknowledge the Republican Party of what it was. I don't know these people today. I don't give a shit about them. You dig, but uh, but I I I know enough to know that yes, 
Black people tend to blindly support the Democratic Party, depending on their area, demographics, everything that can be incorporated. Small city, rural area, doesn't matter. When you look at a particular race of people, blacks, even in a more suburban setting within the communities in general, not just blacks, most people of that area would be Democrats or liberals. No shocker, no surprise, something that most people should already know, but it should be reminded. These these people have been raised in that setting. You see what I mean? I was raised in that setting. My grandma, grandmother, (coughs) I remember growing up, my grandmother, she did rest in peace. My grandmother uh, would tell my mom, you know, you should always, always vote Democrat, you know. Always vote Democrat. My grandmother. Now, she was black, but she was high yellow. She was she was part Irish, part Native American. So she was a high yellow woman. And um, I always questioned that, like, wow, that's crazy. But then again, it was at a time when um <clears throat> when Clinton was in office. And I remember a lot of my grandmother, my great aunt, my great aunt Pauline. She did. Rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Um, they would sit back and talk about Clinton and how Clinton would do this and Clinton would do that. And I was it's funny that I mentioned it now because I'm I'm old enough now to understand, to look back and go, that's what they were talking about. So it was like. And my my grandmother, my great, great aunt, her sister. Was. um responsible for the first interracial marriage in 1967 in Virginia. So there is some history in my family. Um, But it was all Democrats. I think one of my uncles considered himself a Republican or something like that until Trump got elected and then he was not a Republican anymore. And it's funny because when Trump, when Trump, <laughs> when Trump ran as a, as a um, Republican, I didn't give a shit. And then he got elected as a Republican and then I started paying attention to him. So it's funny how things work politically. That accountability exercise must wait until after 2024 because of constant Republican attacks on abortion rights and voting rights. Uh-oh. I grew up almost certain that my rights were guaranteed. Right, I took it for granted. Hood rats. And now as I sit and watch the Hood work rats. of Hood rats. so many black Hood folks in the civil rights Hood movement, rats. Uh, so many women who fought Hood for rats. women's rights, when I see Hood all rats. of their work Hood slowly Hood being undone. Women's rights, all these things. Where you see how you see where this is going, right? Hmm. Sounds like a feminist, maybe? Oh, she's a feminist for sure. I mean that that should already be because you see how these women operate. They mention nothing about their communities. They only mention their circumstances and their problems. These women never talked about the problem with the black man, but hey, it's women's rights, women this, women that, black women this, black. Oh, this is the BLM mindset. You dig? They don't mention the black man until he's dead and gone, until they chant the black man's name. The black man has to be dead to be acknowledged in the black community. Hood rats. You dig? That's a fact. 
fuck flowers. Don't give me shit. If you if you never if you never acknowledge me alive, nigga, don't come to my funeral. Fuck you and fuck what you stand for. Real shit. If I'm being real, if niggas ain't giving me no credit while I'm on earth, don't give me no credit while I'm in the fucking casket. You niggas is bitches, man. Word up, man. I'm sick of these niggas. Then when a nigga die, they act like, oh, man, he was my best friend. You didn't even chill with him like that. Nigga, shut the fuck up. Niggas is corny. Just to be just to be like in that just to be in that circle, right? Like niggas is corn dog. But niggas is real niggas is real corn dogs. Pause. Niggas is real corn dogs, man. That was a wake up call for me, for sure. You have to fight. Eric Jones is no Trump fan, but he thinks it's foolish to bet on Trump motivating black turnout. I get people saying they're not going to vote. That's my fear. That they see those two and they're... Nah, well, the people who... Let's just be honest. And if we're talking about black people, we're talking about those like myself and maybe the black guy that's speaking. We're a minority of black people. Because we have some understanding of what's going on in the political realm and we're willing to talk about it. There's not a lot of black folks like us who's talking about this shit. However the fuck we choose to talk about it, I talk about it however the fuck I want to talk about it. But that's just me. When I feel the need to be presentable, I be presentable. If I got to crash out, I'm going to crash out. I'm crashing out now. Fuck it. This whole bullshit about the people who aren't voting are the people who are never political to begin with. If we're being fair, we're talking about most of the black demographic, bro. We're literally talking about most of the black demographic. The the black demographic is those who it's not like I'm I'm black, so y'all niggas should already know. I'm black. I'm just being 100% honest. When it comes to serious subjects that people should talk about, black people are the ones to kind of ignore the situation first. And then we're the ones that ultimately deal with the consequences at the end. Let's be honest. Don't make me mention examples because I can mention a few. That's the reality. So things like politics or even a person like Trump, like Trump is a subject in itself. He's more than a person. He's sort of like a subject now when it comes to political figures. Because everything everything that was involved in what he was doing before and sort of the way that he talks about things and why people may dislike him versus the actions he actually did and the people he helped along the way, which was the American people. Uh, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, sliding Joe Biden and the crack smoker son, Hunter Biden. Right. Um, how many I, I just want to ask the question of how many stimulus checks did you get from Joe Biden? Uh, what about those uh, PPP loans? What about those opportunity zones? What about school choice? 
What about building the wall and protecting the country? From what's currently going on now, thanks to Joseph Biden. But y'all niggas is still burnt the fuck. I don't know what's wrong with these niggas. Y'all really still burnt the fuck out. Y'all niggas still on Trump's a racist shit. Like, that's crazy. Like, for a person, and this is how I know a black person is not politically educated. If you're going to look at Joe Biden and Trump and tell me out of both people throughout history that Trump's the racist out of those two, you're obviously, you're, you're a blue chipper, dude. Go play in the dirt, nigga. Get the fuck out of my face, man. Crime bill, 1993, 1994. Incarcerated the most blacks in the Clinton administration. Signed and collaborated with, from Joe Biden. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all remember Bill Clinton, right? Hillary Clinton. The same Hillary Clinton that said that uh, black, black teen males are predators. Y'all don't remember that, right? Y'all remember that? Oh, okay. Y'all don't know what the fuck's going on. That's why. So, like I said, me, me even, me even fucking conversating with these type of fucking people, it's just inexcusable. I wouldn't allow myself to do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't allow myself to do it. I refuse to dumb my shit down to a second grade level for simple minded people to understand the shit. I don't have time for it. Y'all see what the fuck's going on. Y'all see it. Gas tanks see it. I'm about to say, you see the gas tank. Next time you go to the gas station, look at the sign. Like, oh, how much I'm paying a gallon? California. Wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm going to do this again because I feel like it. I'm going to do this again because I feel like doing it. And how long? We All right, fuck it. We'll play this first. I'm going to prove a point. Hold up. I'm going to prove a point. Hey, screw it. We're, we're damned anyway. We met Jones at the fifth anniversary of the Bronzeville Collective. Several local artists sell their goods here. <laughs> It is a source of smiles and hope in a community often defined by poverty and a high incarceration rate. When the fire police and the manufacturing left, jobs left. When jobs leave and opportunities leave, then you have certain things that are uh, domino effects, right? Jones says the president should stop by and learn a lesson. You bring opportunities, you bring jobs, you get votes. Plain and simple. For the president, it is the moody. You mean that's... um. That sounds like a president, but not this president. What's his name again? Oh, yeah. Donald J. Trump. Uh, the job shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The unemployment situation. That shit didn't exist under Trump. No, 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 no. Any nigga that didn't have a job then was just a lazy ass nigga. That's a fucking fact. Fuck that. I put top dollar on that. Everybody was working when Trump was. Give me a fucking break. Unemployment rate. Come on, man. Black unemployment rate. Hispanic unemployment rate. Asian unemployment rate in America. All time low. Kiss my ass. Y'all niggas are slow. Fuck that. It don't take a political person. I'm not, I'm not even, I am your opposition. I am your enemy. I do not like you people, but I am not solidly against you as a Republican. I don't give a fuck about the Republican Party. I just see a lot of Democrats as fucking senseless and hypocritical. It's embarrassing. Year from now that matters most. But the mood today is bleak. If you're Joe Biden, then you want to be reelected. He'd have a problem today, right? Yes, he will. He'll have a big problem. Johnson's work could well help the president. But listen. If it were just Biden and Trump, who would you vote for? <laughs> I 
that's, that's, that's just a tough one. A young man who says the country. Think about that. He's a Democrat, but he said, damn, this time around, it's going to be a tough one. I may have to vote for uh, Trump. He ain't, like, like I said, what did I say before? What did I say before? What did I say before? Right? They're flipping. Whole Democrats, just you can just call them the Democratic Dolphins. They flipped overnight. They said, fuck it, we fucking with Trump. Some of these people flipped early. Now, I don't know a lot of y'all, if a lot of y'all were paying attention, but a lot of these niggas were flipping early. They said, bring the other white man back. All right. We want Trump. All right. Fuck that. And we want the wall. Fuck you talking about. We want the wall. Sure. Yeah. Bring Yeah, Build that shit, man. Fuck that. Build that. Hire national guards to stand on top of the wall. As soon as these niggas try to climb, shoot to kill. Fuck that. Get them out of here. Keep them out. We can't, and I, I hate to be this way, but I'm a nationalist any fucking way. I can't go to those people's land. I can't go into the brown man's land and be welcome with open arms and say, hey, here's a passport. Here's a job opportunity. They're going to go, here's a cartel and here's a decapitation. Okay. That's a fucking fact. All right. These niggas ain't let me in in uh, 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 Tijuana, uh, uh, Mexico City. Fuck do I look like? I would be a dummy for being in that circumstance. Do you understand me? Do you get it? Don't you don't you see? Like, doesn't that make sense to y'all? But what we do? Oh well, you know these people just want to. We always got to be the good guys. You ever thought? You ever thought about how America is just like full of bullshit sometimes? Like we got to be the good guys. Like, well, they just want an opportunity. Man, fuck that. Get these niggas the fuck up out of here, man. Sick of this shit. And guess what? If they were Africans, I feel the same fucking way. You know, Africans don't like America, right? Africans don't like African American, quote unquote. They don't like American blacks. They don't like the Negro in America. They never did. Now they're doing deals behind the scenes with Russia and they're throwing back and forth with China. And now they're a part of the equation of all the people that's against America. I want y'all niggas to wake the fuck up, but it may be too late. Y'all niggas may be too gone. Good riddance. Good fucking riddance. We needs big change. Determined to boost Milwaukee's black turnout. Yet not sure who gets his vote. And just stunning, that young man there, I don't know who I'm going to vote for, a young black man in Milwaukee who's actually part of this activist community. Then you have the older black women answering the door, say, yeah, people died for my right to vote, but I'm not sure I'm going to vote because I'm so disaffected and disenchanted. And it matters. There's a year to fix it. Nah, you just, a lot of y'all are just brainwashed and your vote doesn't fucking matter. And I say this as a black person. Some of these black votes don't fucking matter. Just like a lot of these white votes don't matter because it's only based off of emotion. And it's not based off of information and logic. And hey, people have the right to vote for whoever the fuck they want. I'm not on that shit. Y'all, I'm just letting y'all know who I fuck with. Off top. I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, that's some cool shit. Yes, let me hear that up front. Let me hear that up close and personal. You dig? Let me hear that shit up close and personal. Yeah, I want to hear shit like that. Fuck out of here, man. See, these these people really don't, they really don't care. Like, 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 for example, they really don't give a shit 
in a sense that black people are not voting only because of the fact that Biden's involved. Meaning, a lot of these Democrats really don't like Biden either. And they secretly wish that Biden would just step down and they would get somebody else. If they get somebody else, then it's like, great. We now have, um, you know, a person that we can actually say, even if they know like anybody they choose gets demolished by Trump. I put money on that. Trump, Trump and Biden is only suspicious to me because Biden is obviously not the one running the show. Other people are running things behind the scenes and we don't know what they're going to pull next. If Biden either gets arrested or Biden has to deal with trial because of the the situations that's currently going on with him, allegedly. Well, a new person coming in will just be a clean slate. Some of these people will be enthusiastic, but other people will go, I don't know, man, because Trump is really talking his shit like Trump's really out here getting busy. I don't see anybody else doing it, you know, respectfully. And this is me. I'm not speaking for nobody else. This is my opinion. And look, I'm black. I get it. Like, you know, I get it. Um, I'm black. But check, but check this out. Frederick Douglass was also black. Alan West is also black. Larry Elder is also black. Jesse Lee Peterson is also black. Candace Owens is also black. Brandon Tatum is also black. All right. Fuck the bullshit. Stop. This is like selective. It's like racial selective politicking. That's what I like to call it. It's this is a racial selective politicking. Racial selective politicking. Why do I say this? Because when anybody wants to support black people and we got what December, January, we got we got three months until the fun begins. And on January of every fucking year, the shortest month of the year, these so-called black people will celebrate so-called black history. Now, Frederick Douglass is mentioned because Frederick Douglass is a real dude, man, and Frederick Douglass was a national treasure, still is a national treasure for those who know about Frederick Douglass and the story of Frederick Douglass and what he represented, which was the Republican Party. Um, the same way that I would look at somebody like Malcolm X. When I think of Malcolm X, and the reason why there'll never be another Malcolm X is because he literally was one of a kind, right? He boldly stood for something that many people at the time didn't understand. Other people would just say it's racist. It's actually the furthest thing from racist. Even when he was talking about the devil and all that shit. I mean, that's some, that's some different, that's different. But I'm talking about when he was talking about the white liberal and he was talking about how the white liberal is a fox that tricks the black community by trying to incorporate them into their issues in order to have sort of strength in numbers and just to have votes and in return it's blind it's it's blind promises 
in return, it's, you know, you get what you vote for, a.k.a. 2020 until now. But remember, two times in a row, Wisconsin alone, big battleground state decided by about 20,000 votes. So it doesn't take many people staying home or going the other way to flip the state. I love how CNN there is effectively like trying to do damage control for Joe Biden. Joe Biden's supporter support collapses with black voters. These are the headlines that are being written this month. An increasing number of polls showing a growing dissatisfaction with the prospect of Joe Biden running for a second term. Among- you see something and I'm. I'm black, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real honest with you. That's not real. That's not the real representation of the black vote. That's the bougie black vote. You dig? That's the boutique. That's the boutique bougie. Um, you know, this is the bougie black vote. These bitches, these motherfuckers don't matter. I want to tell y'all that because in terms of the black community, their section would only represent probably less than 25% of what would be considered a black community, right? When, tell these people, if y'all real, y'all news, CNN, go to the projects in Atlanta. Go to these places in Memphis where the numbers are growing within black Trump supporters. Go to those places and ask them, why do y'all support Trump? And, and unless y'all, Unless y'all pussies, which y'all are, y'all ain't trying to go down to the slums. Y'all not trying to go down to the hood. Y'all not trying to go down there. Y'all don't want to go down there. You want to deal with black people who you feel comfortable with, you know, black people who docile, you know, these are docile blacks, you know, that's how liberals talk. These are, these are more, you know, docile, a little friendly blacks. They're not, they're not too violent, you know, they can, they can be a bit, you know, those type of motherfuckers, man. Mm-hmm. Like I I've always I've always been a person. I'm I'm still talking about black history a little bit. I've always been a person who's been more of a Malcolm X person than a Martin Luther King person. That being said, as I got older, I appreciated a lot more of what Martin Luther King was trying to do. But I also understand how he could have been fooled by the opposition to do everything that these people wanted him to do, which is kind of keep people docile, which is kind of keep the people, you know, at bay, you know, easily controlled, easily manipulated, you know, what I mean, easily riled up, easily hostile. And then you got Martin Luther King telling people to relax. You had Malcolm X telling people, hey. It may get to that time where we got to arm up and protect our own. A lot of black folks didn't want to hear that. White people definitely didn't want to hear that. They're like, what the? That's when all them, the, the racism, the racism came from that. And all these, all these white people say, y'all need to go back to Africa. All that shit. They were saying out of pocket shit like that. As if we traveled here from fucking Africa. Y'all brought us. Fuck is wrong with y'all. You see what I mean? But th- that's, that's how that whole shit started. You dig? But, um, yeah, I've always been more of a uh, Malcolm X person. I wasn't really in. I'm, I'm not into the whole Islam thing. No disrespect. I don't I don't consider myself Muslim or Christian. But um, for what Malcolm X stood for. And, um, you know, he took a he took an L, man. He took the he took the ultimate L. And his people's his people's did him dirty. 
everybody. I mean, some some of y'all know that other people y'all just say, oh, it's the government. Yeah, the government probably participated in it. COINTELPRO, you know, they want to destroy uh, the next black messiah. That's how they viewed people like Malcolm X. That's how they viewed people like Martin Luther King. And it wasn't it wasn't the fact that black people were looking at them as gods. White people were looking at Martin Luther King as the savior of the country. You see what I'm saying? To a point where he had to meet JFK and he had to go out there because they were the ones. The white people were the ones that were putting Martin Luther King on a pedestal. If you look throughout history, white people always acknowledge Martin Luther King. Regardless of how the fuck you feel about these people or how you feel about Martin Luther King. That's a fact. More white people celebrate Martin Luther King than black people. And the the reason why we don't have a Malcolm X Day is because for white people, that's too hostile. They see him as hostile. And plus, he was definitely against liberals. They'll never mention Malcolm X. And now you know why they'll never mention Malcolm X. Voters, an NBC News poll found that Joe Biden had slipped from 80% support to 63% support for black voters. Dude, if you're at 50% support for black voters, and by the way, these polls are all rigged, then you are losing. You're losing. Are black and Hispanic Americans abandoning, abandoning Joe Biden? Uh, yes, President Joe Biden has an enthusiasm problem. He kicked off his reelection bid, uh, but black voters are not supporting Joe Biden. Not good. Biden has lost ground with black and Hispanic Americans. Eliminate. My goodness. Eliminate. Look at the collapse. Eliminate. Eliminate. It's getting worse. Bye bye. It's getting worse. Look at these. Look at based Hispanics. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Yo, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Ayo. Yo, Benny Johnson is is off the powder. Yo, this nigga's this nigga's burnt. This nigga said based Hispanics? Dude, I can't. Dude, I can't. I'm done. Guys, uh, it's really, really bad. It, it's really bad. It, Wisconsin is bordered to Iowa. CNN went to Iowa. Oh, God. Had the same problem. Now, Iowa is a consistently oh. red state now, very oh. much Donald Trump winning state. Oh. Uh, but Iowa, man, Shit. when CNN went to Iowa and, and it got, got like their entire world wrecked by, by facts like this, right? Like, so if, if black supporters and Hispanic supporters are all abandoning Biden, what do you think is happening with white rural voters oh, they out. in the red state of Iowa? They're this out. is one of the most unbelievable things that They're has ever here. aired on CNN. Compliments for them for airing it because they get their asses handed to them. Watch of course. the salty, salty tears. Watch. And family around the table. Don't watch and don't trust CNN. There is reverence for Ronald Reagan here. But oh, listen, shit. The trust is gone. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why do I mention Reagan like that? What the? Reagan's optimism replaced by Trump's grievances. We got to find our own way to take care of ourselves. Reagan's disdain of big government replaced by Trump's distrust of just about everything. And I'm glad it's funny that this is CNN. I got to give CNN credit for this because very few people. And I've been making this comparison for a few years now, of course, Make America Great Again is actually from Ronald Reagan. If you don't know, now you know. People like Bill Clinton has also used that exact term at one time. He didn't make it a slogan, but he said it once. And he used that to pretty much uh, bungee and reference um, 
Ronald Reagan. You dig? So, <laughs> nothing new is under the sun right now. You understand what I mean? Like, so this is all just, this is like a time loop. Some In some way, form or fashion, something is repeating. Something is currently repeating. I think he thinks he stole it from him. Still questions about the 2020 election. And I had a lot of people who agree with him. Criticism of the Trump prosecutions. But nothing about that deal is the American way. Based I don't on, think. Based and this. Old, old base white, white men. Old base white men. You think the United States should be supporting Ukraine in the fight against Putin? Raise your hand. Nobody. You don't have to be that smart to put to, to connect the dots, right? And so, are, is the war to cover up sins committed so you can cover your tracks? There's too much money that's been thrown over there. You think all the NATO countries would do what Biden told them to do because he's trying to cover up some Hunter Biden business deal by? Um, it all depends on how uh, Zelensky, how much dirt he has on Biden to keep the money coming. That's 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 out there. No, because um, yeah. people, right? Well, how how do you how do you trust when you know the government has shut down Facebook and shut down Twitter and told them to not show certain certain news stories? A few days here, make also pay attention to what he just said, because that was a narrative of a lot of people, including myself, when I would post something that dealt with Trump on Facebook, or if I posted something that pretty much exposed Black Lives Matter, right? The funny thing about it is I won't, I won't necessarily, um, like, look, look, I won't even say anything about the video that I shared. I just shared a video. If I go back on Facebook or if I go on Facebook memories, the same videos that I share. And the reason why I remember this shit is mostly because of. Mostly because either either a. Um. I've said something or it was during a time I remember. See, 2020, that's the time that everybody's going to remember now. But I remember that mostly because there was a lot of things that was exposing the fear mongering during that time. And maybe they were exaggerating a little bit on the numbers because we pretend as if this shit never happened. Meanwhile, these people are trying to come up with excuses to create a variance so they can possibly shut shit down again. And I believe it's possible. I won't solidly, I won't solidly stand on this, but I believe that it's possible that they could implement and sort of create another pandemic. Another pandemic. Whatever it's gonna be called, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a variant. It's, they're going to say that it was mentioned previously, but no one was paying attention type scenario. And back to lockdown we go. Hey, if we're lucky, we may get a couple more shots. I mean, jabs and an uppercut, the booster. 
It's clear Trump's grip is very strong. All right, so that's that. All right, it's 12.50, hour and 33 minutes for a morning episode that I didn't plan on doing, not too shabby. I literally have an hour to charge my phone, which it is on 63%, so I might as well get to that right away. Um, I had the episode from last night. I didn't get a chance to share that episode, so I'm going to share it now. Matter of fact, I'm literally going to share it right now. So I can have this episode saved for uh, 3.30, possibly 4 o'clock. And then I know in two hours, I'll start recording for tonight. Uh, Podcasters. On podcasters right now. Should I go through the analytics, guys? Yeah, I'll go through analytics. How about that? Analytics. Hey man, y'all love uh y'all love the whack crashing out on Saucy Santana for academics, pause. Y'all like that? That was from one day ago. It's already close to 10. Uh pre-record. I got this episode called Clown World pre-recorded. I'm actually going to I had it for three o'clock. But I am going to upload that right now while I'm recording edit details change publish date today um I have it set for one technically because it's almost one now boom so by the time I get off of this I'll fully uh upload that pre-recorded clown world all right that was uh, Kevin Samuels talking about blue collar men and a couple videos from AJ's rants and reactions. He blocked and uh, he's talking about broke bitches and he's talking about old Japanese bitches who would rather be locked up than be alone. I'm not joking. It gets brutal. Just realize it's a pre-recorded. It's from last night. That's why I put pre-recorded. Technically, what I'm doing now is pre-recorded, but I'm not going to name it that. But yeah, look out for more shit on the way. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.